Welcome to Radio Labyrinth, your pop culture goof gorgle culture <laughs> crop cast. Uh, I'm your interim host, Steph Swain, and I'm sh- co-hosting with Jeffrey Keys. <laughs> Jeffrey Keys. Why are and, you doing Keys again? I forgot. <laughs> it's actually it's actually the like a play on Keezy, Ken Keezy, K E Y Z. The acid guy. Yeah, right? the guy that oh, I see. Up I up see. Up All right. I'm sorry. Time. I'm ruining your intro. Go, no, go I mean, I was just going to, then I was going to roll into Dustin. Then there's Dustin Lawler on the ones I'm, and twos. I'm and here on got, the threes and fours. And then we got Schmyra Schmelkin on, on the harmonica. <laughs> on the harmonica. Coming in last, but always yeah. first in our hearts. I'm going to stick around for a little bit. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to come in, say hello, see what you guys are doing. I need some uh, television recommendations, and then I'm going to split. All right, but, that's. That I just like wanted most to see people faces. listen to the show. Yeah. Oh, oh man, no, your band was very good the other night. Uh, that's how you got for, today. I I really appreciate you coming out. It was a nice surprise seeing you and Tony there, and um, yeah, that that was fun. And thanks for saying. It was the first gig I've played in over a year, and I was like, you couldn't tell by the sound of you guys. Yeah, well, because you, you I've guys been, were, were tight. It's tight. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what's called loose, Jeff. Very, very loose. That band after us was tight. They were tight as hell. Did you see this, them? This was the first time you guys had played in how long? I mean, we had, you know, last uh, when pandemic started, we had something lined up at Northside, I think like last March, you know, and I think before then I hadn't played in a month or so. So, yeah, it was probably like last february january was my last gig oh before wow this past saturday night where i saw uh jeff keys <laughs> yeah and that band that played after you was, it was a bunch of high school kids but they were playing like 70s funk music it was weird oh it really weird but stellar yeah i mean we they were called them. great they're called the manly called hero the manly hero yeah the yeah. manly hero go look them I up that name. because i know and you're gonna go online and be like what these 12 year old kids are playing music and i'll tell you we were me and my guitarist were standing next to the stage going oh my god oh my god i mean they they were they blew us away they were amazing we were just shocked that that, how would these kids even know this music none of them were anywhere near being born when they're playing like stevie wonder but like some obscure stevie wonder stuff and when you say obscure like like obscure like what songs Oh, uh, well, uh, all right, not obscure, but something you wouldn't expect. Like you would expect what, uh, Higher Ground or something like that. And they did, uh, Isn't She Lovely? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like stuff you'd know, but not what a cover band would normally play, you know? Not like, uh, not no, no Monsharia more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they would have knocked it out of the park. I mean, their, their musicianship was ridiculously good yeah for high school kids yeah they blew it blew me away i love that i love that that's what they're doing is like the oldies well they they come home from high school probably weren't doing their homework but would just rehearse all night long for you know seven days a week probably (laughs) well that's what we did in high school did you i mean yeah i mean i joined i mean i joined a band right i mean in high school so and the rest of the members were five six years older than me yeah i have a common trait of hanging around people that are five and six years older than me um i did that too you know get home from school go straight to the practice room wait for the guys to get off work and then just you know jam for three or four hours were you playing with your brother uh no that was around the time that i was actually teaching him how to play he wanted to play because i was in in the band and and he, he thought that was really cool and he wanted to learn how to play so i started showing him how to play and um he blew past me and you know maybe like a year he just He's one of those people that just 
you know, he's got it. See, you were like Jimmy Vaughn and Stevie Ray Vaughn. You know, Jimmy <laughs> taught Stevie how to play, and then boom. Yep, there he went. The other wow. band, um, I was very. I finally convinced my boss to let me buy this thing for the office called Soundtrack Your Brand. So before <laughs> we were listening, we were completely shackled to the serious business, right? The serious business player. Yeah. And there was two channels that we could listen to because any of the other ones, so you put it on the 80s station, oh. maybe you'll get Madonna and then something else. And then all of a sudden it's the Scorpions, it's a right. uh, rat, Motley Crue, which is well, not that's good. That's the hair the metal station. Yeah. So it was like, we were stuck with these two stations. So she let me buy this thing. And so now I can import playlists that I make from Spotify into this thing. So, I cool. mean- you don't even know. We have the coolest, we have the coolest fucking music of any doctor's office and nobody appreciates it. I sit there and I say to myself, I listen, I'm like, you, you people don't even know what this took for me. There's like 300 songs on here, but one of the bands, it will just add stuff from some of the songs that I've put on there. And they added some St. Paul and the broken bones. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So soundtrack your brand. They're all about St. Paul. You know, I went in to get a boil lance the other day and I was listening to Run the Jewels the whole time. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I love this doctor's office. <laughs> At least they didn't boil your lance. <laughs> <laughs> we were listening to Ghostface Killer when that happened. Oh, right, right. Tim was going to join us, but he decided last minute not to, but he says that he'll be back next week. So hopefully, cross your fingers. Nah. Babies. <laughs> yeah. He's a cute I mean, baby. He's cute. overrated. <laughs> and I don't think she realizes that that uh, the baby is named after Gilbert Godfrey in Tim's mind. She may not know that. I think she feels like it's a family name. Well, see, I thought it was a th family name, but I think she named it after Gilbert from another TV show. I was able to trick my first wife into naming our, our first daughter, Reagan, Anakin, Lawler, no way. Yeah. Nice. And so, yeah, Reagan. She was like, "Oh, that's so pretty." She didn't realize that I named her after Reagan from The Exorcist. <laughs> and then Anakin, Anakin was Anakin before the prequels came out. So oh, it was, really? you know, it was an obscure, yeah, a more were, obscure name. Yeah, and then that happened, and yeah, but now she turned out. She turned out great. Uh, so, well, how does your daughter be? How does she feel? you know now she's grown up with the movie she has and the and fact that her name is anakin well she only in the last two years has finally watched star wars she always refused to watch it i think because <laughs> of that maybe right um because she got she got teased a little bit in school about it and um i always heard about that but <clears throat> she she enjoys it now now she likes the unique you know, the uniqueness of having, you know, a, a name, a name that not everyone has, but um, what they say to her, like, what's your brother's name? Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. I mean, I named my oldest after a um, arcade that I used to go to on the boardwalk. <laughs> now, was that known <laughs> it, to the wife? It helped. It, the, the name came up anyway. Yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, well, that was my favorite place to go when I was a kid. <laughs> There's a there's a whole network of arcades on the Jersey Shore called uh, well in Ocean City, New Jersey called Jilly's Arcade. No, so, I guess she's really lucky that it wasn't called uh, a Nickelodeon. <laughs> right. My son R two D two loves Star Wars. Does he like? Yeah. <laughs> he likes he that. Fucking loves it. <laughs> Your dog C three PO. Hey everybody, Tim Andrews here from Radio Labyrinth. You know I haven't been on the show in a couple of weeks because, well, we have a new addition to our household and his name is Gilbert Pratt Andrews. He is an amazing little boy and I love him to pieces and I'm so glad he's here. And uh, there's some business I want to take care of. First of all, thank you to every one of you out there who's given us well wishes and who's uh, sent us gifts and things like that. It's just amazing all the uh, the nice people who listen to this show and, and also to the Von Esther Doctrine. And uh, I want to thank Jeff, Steph, and Dustin for doing such a great job and uh roby for coming on the show and uh and uh, brian silverbacks for coming on the show and uh and everybody who who's who's just been on the show and and in lieu of me being on the show uh i'll be back you know sh shortly 
And uh, until that time, I, I do want to thank a couple of people. I want to thank our brand new Radio Labyrinth producer. His name is Marty Johnson. He came in at the producer level. So thank you very much. You got a t-shirt coming your way. And I also want to thank our new sponsor, okay, Kyle Thomas. Now, we met Kyle uh, out at, uh, at uh, Mike's Place, Atlanta Pizza in Euro. And uh, what a great guy. And I just want to say, hey, uh, thank you very much for coming on as a sponsor. I, I, you know, listen to me. I sound like an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. But I wanted to get this done. And you're owed a t-shirt as well. You need to tell me what kind you want. Because uh, I'm just going to pick one. Maybe you might not like it. So go to the store. Look at that storefront too. Um, I want to talk about what we're going to be promoting for Kyle. His wife has a new Etsy store. His wife's name is Lindsay. And uh, it's called Cardstock Creations Co. Okay. And if you want to reach them, first of all, you go to Etsy.com shop. Uh, card stock creation co co so it's card stock creation co uh, or you can email card stock creation co at gmail.com um, and I'm looking at um, all sorts of cool things uh, from the Etsy store for baby for events um, these are some really cool items uh, you know printing uh, you know you're just gonna have to go see it okay I'm gonna send Dustin some of the some of the items that you can get listen you got uh, Advent calendars, aprons, hat decals. You can give one to your electrician. Nail art, name tags, reverse canvas picture, paper flowers, all sorts of cool stuff. And like I said, I'm going to send Dustin some pictures. So while I'm flattering and while the electrician's doing stuff, you'll be able to see some of these images. So thank you again to Marty and to Kyle. Sorry it took so long to get you guys into the program like this, but you know, moving forward, here we go. Uh, take care, everybody. I will see you soon and uh, keep it canon. You were taking a little bit of a vacation, Steph. Uh, fill us in on on your amazing time off. I didn't do had. anything. I don't know why Jeff put that in there. Like I had, like I did something. I did nothing. I, oh, you didn't go out of town? No, I oh. was supposed to go out of town, and honestly, there was like a bunch of family drama going on. My sisters and my mom and all kinds of other crap. And I haven't had a vacation since um, you know January of 2020. Really. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to spend a week off in this bullshit in the crime capital of the United States for a week. I'd rather just stay here and clean some closets out. And that's what I did. Wait, the crime right. here is getting well, really bad. I was we're, we're inching up towards Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're right behind Detroit. Well, no, we're still, not we're taking them over. Atlanta's still not quite there yet. Detroit's had the most violent crime in the country title three years in a row. Yeah. So yeah. we got that going for us. Good for I was gonna say good for them. <laughs> Some guy gets just know, got shot while jogging over yeah, by me. In yeah, no, by us. I know. But that guy was hit, crazy. And then he hit a guy with a car. Yeah. Pinned so like him. Shooting a guy wasn't enough. He had then had to run somebody over right a couple minutes afterward. I think that but was over near Das Barbecue. <laughs> if you look up the stats, they talk about how the shootings are comparable to Chicago and Atlanta. Like we're kind of getting to that point but chicago is the raping ass ass city you've ever seen oh, oh really they're they're rapes i mean they out rape us by like 200 and some rapes so i don't know what it oh, is get, get rape in atlanta it's not funny it's not funny but when you say <laughs> they out rape us it's kind of funny you know what kind of think do you think it's because of the southern hospitality here like it's that's why it's less rapey i don't know if that's... do you mind if i do that to you but yeah, that's all I did, guys. Cleaned out a bunch of crap. Well, and go out there, go into the woods, get a, set up a tent, go do, go no. sleep in under the, the stars. I'm not a tenter. Nice. I'm, no? I'd be a glamper. All right. Well, I've, I've done glamping recently. I, I think you need that, man. You, you go out there, you look at the stars, you breathe the fresh air out there, and you just go, uh, and then you can come back here to this uh, hole. I'm afraid of enjoying myself because I feel like if I enjoy myself, the hammer of the gods swiftly falls. So I'm better to just stay in this lane of not really being happy or sad because I don't like the fall. You don't like the fall. <laughs> don't rock the boat. All right, well, I guess that makes sense. You know, I, I, I can't, I can't talk to you. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to have to kidnap you in a white van, <laughs> blindfold you. Carnival. 
ether rag and then you're gonna wake up in a beautiful resort somewhere and it's gonna be wonderful oh god ira i wouldn't i wouldn't believe it and then like the next day half my family would be killed in a car accident <laughs> yes the odds are that would happen <laughs> like oh you feel joy stuff <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you back though oh thank you yes, guys. Very you guys did so. great you guys did great while i was while we all been out you and jeff held it down are you are you in the Tron motorcycle grid? <laughs> yeah, I am. I love it. <laughs> Always in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for a user. <laughs> I never saw the second Tron. Was it was it good? Oh man, it was really good. That's what I heard because it's if you liked like... the first Tron, then you'd like the second. Well, of course, I liked the first Tron. I was like seven. <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> when it came. I don't out. know. People have a weird love hate with that movie you either really like it or you really despise it well i'm sure it hasn't aged well i mean have you watched it recently it's, it, it's not aged well but it still has such a unique production value yeah. that yeah, yeah. that it, you almost can can let it slide a little bit but man watching that movie and then going back to play that game all the time in the arcade the yeah. arcade that i named my daughter after yeah. it's amazing <laughs> it was, it's a game it was... i used to play all the time. yeah i played the yeah. game i played the hell out of that game oh yeah which was your favorite game on the game? Uh, well, the motorcycles probably, but the Frisbee is close second. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because the, the second one, was it called Legacy or something? Yeah, Tron Legacy. Uh, yeah, that's on Disney Plus, so I'm, I'm going to check it out. It's good. I mean, the um, they could have done a little better with the, the special effects to make Bridges look young. Yeah. It was a little overdone. He kind of looks plasticky. But I'm telling you, like, if they would have done the... Uh, what do they call it? The deep fake. The deep fakes, like yep. you're suggesting for all these movies. Yeah. Why haven't they done that? They don't. Uh, I don't think they want to do it. One, you have uh, legal problems with wherever you get the source material from, yeah. unless the same studio owns the property that you're taking the deep fake from. Who's this, guy from. That's, who's this guy that's doing a deep, deep fake Tom Cruise? Why don't <laughs> they just do it like that? Because that guy. Oh, the, yeah amazing well people they've started uh, a lot of those deep fake guys now have started to recruit imp impersonators that do the voices and the mannerisms and then once you put that face on on top of it you've got the full package right because you know right. the, the biggest problem was people were putting perfect faces onto oh, people yeah. doing it but then you know you you it took you out of it because you definitely knew that they didn't act or sound like the person right, right. but uh control delete face uh, is a guy on yeah. uh, YouTube. He makes some yeah. really good ones. He did one recently with um, Gary Oldman in um, The Professional, but he took Jim Carrey's face and <laughs> put it on top. And, he, and, it, and he, he did the whole scene of them going in the house and, and shooting the house up and that whole speech and monologue. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's like wow. Stanley. It's supposed to be Stanley Ipkiss from the mask. Like in another life, he was this cop that you know was in the, in this thing, and it's it's awesome. It's on the Radio Shack. You can uh, if you guys want to look. Uh, I posted it on there a couple of weeks ago. All right. Um, but let's let's uh, get into uh, what we watched. What's the Mick Foley A and E biography? I'm still loving these A&E wrestler biographies, even though I wasn't only into wrestling for a short time. But these biographies are done so well. And no. the Mick Foley one's good. Was like he multiple him. people? Did he yeah, have more he, than one character? Buddy Love and Mankind. and Mankind, yeah. Cactus Jack. That was a real good one. I watched the Mike Tyson documentary that I think it came on ABC yeah. called The Knockout. It was a two-part like four hour documentary about Mike Tyson. That was real good. Yeah. I watched all of solos on prime, which I was trying to get you guys to watch, but no, I don't think you guys got into it. Well, I tried I, 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 at your recommendation. I tried one and a half and I said, I'm out. And they're, they're just like a, a one a, a toward, towards the end. Like I think episodes maybe six and seven have two people in them, but all the first ones are just one actor. And, 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 like and Anne Hathaway is an amazing actress, right? Yeah. Can I say actress anymore? We have to say actor for everybody. <laughs> yeah. now, right? I think, I mean, they but she annoys, category. she annoys the hell out of me for some reason. What, what is that? Does, does that happen with you guys too? I think it's because she looks like a Alice in Wonderland character in her face. Yeah. 
like always like she'd be in a tree like her face be coming out of a bush <laughs> i feel like she has too much stage acting kind of antics I, f- I feel like she really wants to be a stage actor and everything's so expressive and i don't i don't, I don't know what it is I, I can't pinpoint it but there's something about yeah, her I, I like the the sci-fi stuff though the the time travel stuff that the, yeah that was very great. black mirror obviously yeah that was what grabbed me really the, right the sci-fi concepts I could take or leave that a lot of the actors, but I enjoyed it. I watched the whole series. Uh, I watched Bo Burnham Inside. Did you guys check that out yet? I, w- I watched like the first 10 minutes of it, and then I realized that I probably need to watch it with Neil or he'll get mad because it was very funny. I was, cr- was, I was crying in his There were some that he was real, real gems on there. Really? And yeah, he, was- he filmed and edited and directed and everything just all by himself, <laughs> literally by himself during the pandemic. So it's pretty, cool. pretty fun. Yeah, it's cool. To watch. It was really good. And oh, Mayor of Easttown. That's why Iris here. We're going to talk a little. Mayor of talk, Mayor. Yeah, I feel like it's when was the finale? Two weeks ago now. And yeah. now I'm like, yeah. I don't remember what happened. Did you watch but it all yet? I watched it all in one day. Oh, you did? Wow. You liked mm-hmm. it that much? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was, like, that was like my last day before I had to go back to work. So no. I just I watched them all in one day. No kidding. That and, must have uh, been a depressing day. <laughs> it was, but it was good though, just yeah. because I really liked the show a lot. And um, did you go out and get yourself a hoagie after that? And <laughs> did you get a Rolling Rock? Did you get Rolling Rock, or did you get a Yingling? What What did you get? Get just some water. Yeah, I would never you... get Rolling Rock. Is disgusting. We all know it tastes like. Yeah, pitch. but I like did drink that. Yeah, I drank it when I was sixteen because I couldn't get shit else. I would drink from Pennsylvania. Rock. That's what you drank. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would drink Rolling Rock, but yeah, I'd much le- rather have a Youngling, Mike Youngling, or whatever the hell. It tastes way better. But I was, uh, I was caught off guard here and there. Uh, whenever little dude Chris, uh, what's his face, um, you know, dude from American Horror Story, when he got shot. Oh, uh, Evan Peters. Is Evan Peters. Yeah, what did I say, Chris? Anyway, yeah, that 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 was. I wasn't expecting him to go like a few episodes before yeah, the end of the spoiler alert. Series. Yeah, spoiler oh, sorry, alert. Guys. <laughs> Yeah, but he was great. Yeah, That's I thought Kate Winslet did a. She was so good. I mean, yeah. and they did a, a much better job than the stupid undoing. With oh yeah, doing the deflection of who it could be. Yeah, right. I really, I didn't know who it was until the last episode. Really, right. And were I you kinda, satisfied with that uh, conclusion? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought they acted it very well. Yeah. And the mother, I mean, she was. Yeah, with Jean Smart. Yeah, no, Jean Smart, yes, but then yeah. the the mother of the kid. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Her uh, Lauren. friend. Yeah. yeah. Jean, Jean Smart is having a moment right now, though. I know. She's amazing on Hacks. She was great as 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 uh, Kate Winslet's mom on Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so Je- Jeff cracked me up because we were talking. I think it was before the last episode uh, aired of Mayor. And Jeff and I were texting and he goes, so who do you think did it? Do you think it was Billy? Do you think, you know, who? maybe it was the second to last episode. And I said, oh, I think it's Gene Smart, you know, as a goof. And Jeff said, yeah, but from the hacks. <laughs> <laughs> she just no, showed up and killed. That smart makes sense. Designing okay. women. Right. <laughs> well, that was pretty much the style of clothes they were still wearing. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's true yeah it, it never evolved in that part of the country um yeah so i mean it was um I, i'm not sure if i'm totally satisfied with the conclusion about you know who done it i thought it was a little like oh okay yeah they're, they're really gonna go but i after i thought about it for a while i was like all right that it kind of shows why everybody was acting the way they were acting you know and uh but then i thought a bunch of scenes could probably have been eliminated once you knew that and, yeah. uh, it seemed to wrap up a little too quickly and too tight. You know what I mean? And her 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 daughter didn't really have much to do. No. Like there was what was the point of that whole storyline with the that was the point of uh what's his name? Uh, uh Pierce. Uh oh yeah, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. That was just a, a red herring to make right. Oh, of course Guy Pierce is in it. He's gotta be the murderer. Right. And then it's just like, yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm leaving town. See ya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so Mar- I like Mayor of Easttown, and we'll we'll get into it in the news. But I it's, I don't know if they're going to do another season of that. Um, 
I watched uh, I've watched all the story of late night on CNN. That was that six part documentary about the late night host leading all right. the way up to, to from, you know, like Jack Parr. Right. Johnny Carson to up to today. Yeah, I've watched like, the first I've wa- I watched the first two with it. I need to. They're watch all very good. Yeah. And uh, I watched Alone, the season eight just premiered last Thursday on History Channel. Is there a vegetarian alone? Because I'll watch that. I think there's been maybe vegetarian people on there. They yeah, only there have and people. Yeah, there was a, there was a couple of ladies. I think is it like season three or four? Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was at least one lady that was a vegetarian because I was like, "How's this lady going to survive?" But yeah. she she knew all of these plants and knew what they were, so that I mean, gave her a big you know boost. But then once it started like the weather turned and it started snowing and stuff. It was like, nope, there's nothing to find. I was going to say, what was she for protein? Nuts. I mean, she I don't remember nuts what, out there. I don't remember what happened to her. I don't she, think she made ants. it for yeah. it. Okay. But that's really good. And there's a contestant from Wellsboro, which is like the town, one town over from Mansfield where Tim and I are from. So oh, yeah. I want to try and connect with her and see if we can get her on the show uh sweet tooth you guys yeah. yeah into that i watched all of it in in two days no spoilers please yeah that's very good though will uh will forte isn't it and uh bunch of unknowns i don't, I don't know if i recognize anybody else i think reese darby shows up towards the well, end the big but... man is from uh game of thrones right is that where he's from i didn't, yeah. I, didn't I didn't recognize him from anything well, I, I I was sitting there going, where do I know this guy from? Because I knew I'd seen him before. And then yeah, somebody said it. And like, yeah, he was that guy on Game of Thrones. I got locked in the vault. <laughs> but, uh, okay. You remember that? He was like the king who got... Why, anyway? Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember that. That guy. I, I didn't remember that that was him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on Netflix. That's really good. It is. It's uh, weird, though. I mean, it's... it's What is it, like a DC thing? Yeah, it's a Vertigo comics, which is that offshoot of dc i see yeah i mean you know i don't know anything about that world so i'm like what is this and why you know um and then what it's rated tv 14 so it's kind of innocent too yeah i mean i i felt like kids would would love it just because of the the hybrid the half animal half half children have you guys watched this too at all Mm -mm, i haven't watched it i've watched I've, i've watched two episodes yeah and and what do you think dustin I like it. I like the, um, I like the, I mean, the concept, although the concept is, is kind of getting, getting overdone with, you know, um, something affecting the whole world populations yeah, drop. They, they handled that really well though. The, the, the way they made it kind of a, an allegory for the, the pandemic. Yeah. Well, it's, you think it was in, I mean, yeah, I don't know if that was, I mean, it's this like, had, when did they, when did in, they start making this thing? Yeah, because it is, I was going to say, I don't know how, how long, you know, it's been on a shelf, you know, if it was right. done and sitting, waiting to come out, but, but there's stuff like they're, de- they're delivering a train load of, of toilet paper and hand sanitizer to, to a place. Right. And it's just, it's not mentioned. You just have to notice it, you know? Right, right, right. I know it's, it's really on the nose <laughs> for with the pandemic stuff. Yeah. You know? but the, mean, uh, uh, the special effects are um, you know amazing. The digital effects on the, yeah. on the hybrid stuff is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, it, it, the, cinematography and everything it's just the whole look of the show is really amazing like every every frame could be like a painting or something you know i wonder where they shoot that no i don't know, I don't know. it's got to be all over it's maybe canada new zealand assume everything oh, is new here zealand. now yeah it's that's, all done in new zealand so, so that's yeah. why they could shoot it during the pandemic because new yep. zealand got that shit knocked out of the woods yeah that's true and they didn't they oh. didn't let out they didn't let us in that's why yeah I, I loved it. I watched it all real fast, and I felt like uh, it was the best new Mandalorian episodes I've seen in months. Because <laughs> it's like you got this big, tough guy protecting a little kid. Oh know? yeah, oh that's Just true. Bad. A special little kid. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant because they had a new adventure every week or something. Yeah, I mean they do, but yeah. But yeah, it's Netflix. You can bang yeah. them all out in one sitting if you want. I watched the Friends reunion. Did anybody check that out? 
No, but what was it like? Uh, but I never watched Friends when it was you first. Didn't watch Friends when it was when it was a thing. I, I saw a handful of episodes, but I never wa- watched it. You know, come on, I was a Seinfeld guy. Come on. Yeah. All, I, all I, I heard about too. The only thing I heard about it was um, his slurring. Yeah, Matthew Perry did not look great, but he he did well on the reunion, I thought, and everybody was 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 there for it and took it seriously and it was fun i think super fans of the show would would really like it because all the deep dives they did on shit like the the opening montage and the back you know the behind the scenes stories and stuff i enjoyed it even though i wasn't a super huge friends fan i mean i watched but it wasn't like my top show of all time or anything uh and my staff pick is loki i started watching it just before we started recording and so far it's really good yeah yeah i just Just started um, on disney plus today yes i don't do any of the marvel stuff and you know since uh one division which i you know i didn't get that either because i don't watch any marvel i don't know any marvel so you know you know the character of loki i know of course no i don't you know him from the the cartoons when you're a kid nope wow i'm leaving now see you guys he's he's thor's (laughs) brother and he's a, <laughs> he's a trickster god oh yeah no i i i uh, no i don't know it but is it good it's, though? yeah it's good and owen owen wilson is in it yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah i'm in that one wow. uh, even if you don't like marvel stuff uh you, you should watch it i think it's only six episodes so you can get into it ira six yeah, he episodes did, he didn't uh owen wilson he was definitely not a marvel or a, a listened to an interview with uh the showrunner yeah and he he she had to pitch the entire episode to him and basically explain all of loki's storyline from the 10 years of storyline uh and he was he was like okay okay i think i I think we can do this and i've watched the first one and it it is good i mean it's it (laughs) he he plays that character very well because it's him i mean it's I mean, he's just, he always kind of plays himself, but this one definitely, yeah. you know, it's um, it's an he's interesting dig- story. He's digging in from Bottle Rocket. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he'll he's always going to be. Digging. He's the, that's always the only movie where he's kind of not himself. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. He just needs to get a flat top again, and he'd be right right back. Right. To it. I don't know. I feel like doesn't his nose look like it's gotten more worse over the years? It's yes. worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this show, everything's Eight. lit from above. So like it gets a perfect shadow on it every shot. <laughs> and then I, really I wonder why that is. I think it's because don't you know your nose and your ears never stop growing. Right. And right. that's why you have like these huge ears when you're old. And I think that's what's happening to his nose. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be Jimmy Durante before the end of before it's over with. This big long broken banana. Hot cha cha cha. So that's my stuff. That's all we need. All right. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Well, I don't have a I don't have a staff pick this week, but I saw Jeff. You put on here. You had Cruel Summer. Oh yeah. Watch the finale. I have not watched the finale yet. Me, me neither. So don't say anything. Yeah. But I'm, I'm caught up till the very end. Yeah. This is like a teeny bopper show, but it's not a teeny bopper show. I, I don't, I can't really explain it. If I, I'm, I don't know which one of these bitches are telling the truth. I mean, they've yeah. done a good job with that. I'm not sure which one of them's lying. So, um, but I watched Mister in Between. I'm all caught up on. And I got I the most recent one to watch. I know. I know. No, I'm gonna show. get on that because I'm gonna get a. <laughs> It's I'm gonna so- get Hulu again. I promise. And, All right. And I'm gonna it's, watch it because everything's like, on Hulu, right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, and I watched all of Startup, all three seasons. And? And I am infuriated because this was some crackle show, right? And they throw it on Netflix. Yeah. And then they don't tell you when they put it on there that there's no plans to make a fourth season, and it ends with the cliffhanger. Completely cliffhangery. Uh. Yeah. But is it good all the way through, though? It was. I liked it. It was, you know, it was all in Miami and it was the tech world. It was like the Haitian gangsters. And I mean, it was all kinds of crap going on. Ron Perlman, he's great in it. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I saw the trailer for it. I was like, I might check this out. 
I liked it. And I kind of went on a documentary binge. The Donut King loved that. That was so That's good. That one where the, that guy has all those people who working for him who are like gay and trans and all their arms and legs were bitten off by a donut no. machine. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah, what is he talking about? I don't know. Donut King. No, kids. He's, in, he's in jail and he's married to that guy. What? And he's fighting donut that bitch, King. Carol Bas- yeah, Baskin Carol Robbins. Bas- yeah. Carol Baskin Robbins. <laughs> From Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> what is, is that? Not the same movie, Jeff. This is the Donut, Donut King, King, not that's the not Tiger the sequel, King. That's not the sequel to Tiger King? <laughs> no, unless the Tiger King is uh, now a Cambodian refugee who moved to LA and started a donut empire. No, it's not the same at all. But it's a good, it's a good flick. I didn't realize that there's so many mom and pop donut shops in California versus anywhere else in the country. And, and aren't, aren't they because... all being run by like relatives of his, like his his nieces and nephews and grandchildren and uncles and aunts? Um, and no, they're not all relatives of his at all. They're actually oh, okay. other Cambodian refugees that he helped come over here. Oh, okay. So he helped get them started. Yeah, and then he would lease them their the the buildings to them and make money off that. And he built an empire, and then he lost it all. So it's uh it's one of those kind of stories where it's riches to rags yeah, documentary basically yeah but it's a, it's a good it's a really good doc and I uh, watched the kid ninety you watched that no that's oh, so late that that's that Solio Moonfry the right. we talked about it back back when it when it first came out I think did you see it was, it? it was very done very well yeah yeah it was done it was very great. well I liked it a lot and what's, I the, what's realize... that on that's on a weird channel isn't it it's on Hulu too I think yeah Hulu I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, none of this Hulu stuff I know. I mean, it's weird when you see all those pictures of all the kids that she knew, and they were all, and they're all dead. They all killed themselves. It's yeah. nuts. And uh, I watched the uh, Nickelodeon, the Orange Years. Did you watch that? I haven't watched that yet. I, I need to oh, get on that. So what much is it, a fun. Documentary about it? Yeah, yeah. And it starts out with uh, you. You know, you can't do. Which it goes all the way back to. Um, I had forgotten this that Double before dare? Nickelodeon. Do you remember Pinwheel? Oh, sounds pinwheel, familiar. Pinwheel spinning yeah. around. Look at my pinwheel and see what I found. So that was the <laughs> beginning. It was that worth was it just be- for that. That was before Nickelodeon. So everybody that did Pinwheel, which was a kid's show, they decided let's make a kid's network. And that's how it got, got its start. But it, it chronicles everything. You can't do that on television, all the way up to like new crap that I don't care about. But right. you know, the stuff that we do care about, they yeah. really give it it's due so right, i highly good. recommend that documentary it's really good especially if you liked a lot of those old i watched 20 minutes of the conjuring it was trash yeah um, i was i was gonna ask you how it was before i even trash. bothered i I've, I've never watched any of those conjuring movies but i saw it was free on on disney plus or whatever or hbo max or whatever yeah. it was on. The, the, the the curse continues every free movie on hbo max is bad. <laughs> um anyway the handmaid's I don't know if this ends badly. I'm going to be so mad that I've wasted all this time. And I'm rewatching Black Summer because the second season of Black Summer is coming out in July. And I thought, well, it's been two years since I watched it. It's been so yeah. long since they made a second season. And uh, we watched it last night. And then Neil had nightmares all night. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like zombie nightmares. Black Summer is done. It's better than any zombie movie I've seen yeah, in a great. long time. It's freaking you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. It's hard to believe it was made by those same people that made World or or what was that show Project Z or whatever. Yeah, which was like a silly show. Yeah, because that, that was very campy, and yeah. Black Summer was not campy at all. It was great. No, no, it's they do a very good job of putting you in the apocalypse. Like if this scenario happened, this is exactly how I could see it unfolding. But anyway, that's all my crap. I don't have a staff pick. No, we'll watch for Black Summer season two when it comes out. Yeah, July sometime. Well, I watched even less than you did. Um, <laughs> I watched a couple episodes of Sweet Tooth you talked about. Um, yeah. Loki, uh, first episode. Now, uh, you know, I, I Jeff had recommended uh, this audiobook project, Hail Mary, um, by uh, Andy Weir, which I love The Martian. It was like one of my favorite books ever. <clears throat> I've probably listened to it, you know, five or six times. Really? Uh, the Martian. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but this is his new book. And it's so good. Yeah. I listened to it twice. Wow. <laughs> I started. I started listening to it again too. I'm. I'm about halfway through. He, he just, uh, 
started he just met rocky in my re-listen oh, okay yeah 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 I, I and um i mean it's i mean just like the martian what makes andy weir's book so good is that he explains all of the science and all of the math and but makes he doesn't it he doesn't do it in a way that makes it hard sci-fi he does it in an entertaining way that, right. that keeps it interesting right that that the way in the movie the martian the way matt damon would would joke around by talking to the camera and talking yeah. to himself you know that that's all from you know the book almost right. verbatim uh and this book is even more so that way but it puts a, <clears throat> the story itself is so vast i mean on a big scale um but it's also extremely quaint because it's just it's just a few characters right. that, that you deal with and you're doing a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, the, the story reveals it's the past, the closer it gets to the future. Right. Um, and that very much is going to be um, something I'll probably, I'll probably listen to it, you know, two or three more times. Um, but it's, it's definitely right now, my favorite, my favorite book uh, project Hail Mary. Uh, it's on audible. Um, and um, the guy that reads it on Audible is amazing that he can do so many accents and make it sound like so many different people. Yeah, he does diff different country accents and, and different char different character voices and stuff. Yeah, the New Zealand accent that he pulls off. I mean, in the Dutch accent. Yeah. I mean, and you can tell the difference between the two. Yep. Um, so his, go ahead. His, his Rocky voice is awesome. The, the voice of the alien. Yeah, how they pull that off, how you know how they make an alien. I, I hope they use him for the movie because they're making a movie of this book already. Yeah, and it's going to be um, who'd you say was going to play? I think Ryan Gosling is playing Gosling, the, the lead guy. Mm, I don't know. Um, well, it, come on, he's good. It's, it's he's Lord and Miller, the guys who make the Lego movies that are directing it. So, oh, okay. What's what's your problem with Ryan Gosling? Though? Yeah, seriously. Um, my problem it. with Ryan Gosling would be Ryan Gosling playing this character. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't fit his, he, he doesn't, I don't think Ryan Gosling yeah, has the guy's the supposed to be a, a, like a, a, a kind of a, a loner. Uh, he's a scientist and a nerd. And, so a, it, and a school teacher. Kind of a, yeah. It's kind of against type for you Ryan. Ryan Gosling's too hot to play this guy. Yes. Okay. All right. yeah. Well, that's fair enough. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, his but, yeah, his good looks are working against him. In this, yeah, you, you wouldn't <laughs> believe that Ryan Gosling doesn't have a girlfriend and just does science and shit. All right, fair enough. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> I'm giving him a chance though because I love the book so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I want to see how they bring this whole story to life, you know, on screen, and it's definitely. I mean, I think after The Martian took off, um, he kind of writes with with movie uh the idea of it being a movie in mind and i think he even mentioned that in in one of those amas of, i was reading on reddit um that he kind of he kind of does think in a in a screenplay kind of way right um which is cool i mean it, it it'll definitely translate you know if you can get that story on a movie the same with the same you know pulling at the heartstrings the same way and and the awe and everything uh it'll be it'll definitely be worth it um but mostly I listen to a lot of podcasts um, recently. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your mom's house, Tom Segura and his wife, um, uh, Christina Pajinski. Um, They always, I mean, I've been listening to them, you know, I, actually I started listening to them at the same time I started listening to Radio Labyrinth. Um, so I've been listening to them for years, but I mean, Tom has kind of in those years kind of blown up as far as in popularity um he's but one man, of my favorite stand-ups i love yeah his stand -up. oh i I've, i watch i mean i'll put his stand-ups on netflix and i'll just watch him over i'll just let him play like over and over again um but he's been um they've been doing a lot of cool stuff on there they started doing some live uh pay-per-view show not really pay-per-view but they they do it on their own website and right and uh basically anything goes on those live views. I mean, they, they, they almost get taken off of YouTube pr pretty regularly for the wild stuff that they put on there. Um, you know, they do a lot of video. Um, they bring in a lot of crazy videos from the internet that people send them. So you'll see a guy, you know, jumping off a roof and breaking his legs and, you know, and, um, 
and you know tom just thinks it's hilarious so he'll he'll just laugh laugh or not and she always you know jumps him about um what he thinks is funny but uh i've been listening to them a lot uh kevin smith's pod i got it like we were talking about on previous episode um i've been listening to back catalog stuff of all the kevin smith's podcasts and i finally listened to his episode with most recent episode with Mosier. that was really good yeah, did you see how it was kind of ambiguous as to whether or not Mosher yeah. would even come back? And they just didn't mention it. Almost like there was a part two. It's almost like they recorded a couple of episodes like they used to do. And, yeah. you know, it may come back up. But that was a good one. Um, yeah, I don't really have... Oh, and The Conjuring, I, I, I started watching it. And uh, I think I'll finish it just to say I've... You know, just to kind of complete it in my head. But yeah, it's, it's not as good. Either. I really enjoyed... The first one was okay. The I second love the one, first one, I love the first one. The second one, like we've talked about before, it was it was okay. But the other movie, the Ed, the Enfield Haunting or the Haunting of Enfield, mm. that that the British BBC yeah. version, that one's really good. That miniseries, it? it's really good. Um, but you know, I'll like I said, I like these movies. Uh, I like the Warrens. I like the you know, but. I'm not a real big Annabelle. I didn't like any of those, any of the other side movies I never cared for, but I was hoping this one at least kind of keep the momentum of the first two conjuring movies going. Um, but you know, I, I may finish it. I may just nope out. And I'm thinking about going to the movie theater to see a quiet place too. Quiet place too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I know that's went said it was great. Yeah. I think that that's a movie you want to see in the theater too. Is it's only playing in theaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Are they going to release leap. it on anything like HBO Max or anything like that relatively soon or no? I think they said they were going to give it a, a, at least a month or two in the theater right. before they do any on-demand or anything. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's that'll be the one good thing about this whole pandemic situation with the movies is that after this, you know, movies, instead of waiting three or four months to come out, they'll be coming out like it, <laughs> it goes, you know, it's it, it gets a short run at the movie theater and then it's right on television. So maybe that'll... That'd be the only silver lining. Yeah. No, uh, I'm ready to get out there though and see a movie in the theater, I think. Yeah, we need to we need to try to get everybody together and and yeah. uh, go watch something like stripes. See if we can find stripes. <laughs> That'd be a good one to see. Ira Ira, what have you been watching besides uh your Mary uh, Beast Town? Mary yeah, Beast. I mean everything we've talked about is pretty much all I've really gotten into. Uh podcasts as well. Um, well, you, you, you just brought up a uh, quiet place too. And uh, today I was just listening to Conan's podcast with John Krasinski, um, which is a great one, you know, to him talking about, and they did talk, a, I didn't think they would talk that much about this movie because I guess they go b- way back and they're friends. And I thought they would just goof around. Yeah. But, Krasinski was an intern at Conan. Right. So they got into all that, which was, which was great. Um, yeah, just a great interview overall. And uh, I think Conan loved this movie so much that he really wanted to know a lot about it, you know, and uh, he asked, he asked great questions. So, I mean, if, if, if you're looking forward to seeing this or you've seen it already, um, that's a great one to listen to Conan uh, uh, O'Brien needs, what is it? Needs a friend. Needs a friend is that, yeah. Is it, does yeah. he, does he give him shit for killing himself off in the first movie? Yes. Does he? <laughs> oh yeah, they get into that whole discussion. He's like, I mean, when you realize that it was gonna be, where you're like, damn, I killed myself. <laughs> and then he's like, spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was good. And then um, you know, Gilbert had Brad Bird on. Did you listen to this one, Jeff? No, I haven't listened to that one yet. Brad Bird and um, the composer that he's used for, I guess, a ton of his movies. You know, for The Incredibles and for, you know, so he's directing the new Mission Impossible. And I guess he's done, I guess this is his first major live action movie. Is that, right. is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so that was, and, and it's in two parts. And I think they were having such a good time with those guys that the second part I think is coming, but um, that's a good one. So Gilbert podcast with Brad Bird and they get into yeah all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm watching, like I said, I watched Mare and I was telling Steph before you came on, I was telling those guys that I finished invincible which i think the last time i was on here you guys were telling me to watch and i hadn't yet did you like it oh yeah i loved it 
and, and I've recommended it to a lot of people and yeah. they'd be like, what is this? <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, it just got, it, as you're watching it, you're like, Oh my God, what is this? What is going on with this show? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was amazing. And then you know, Jeff briefly brought up hacks, um, which are you guys watching hacks too? I'm behind. I've seen the first couple episodes. Well, see, and it, it kind of started off like, oh, this is pretty good. I mean, there's some laughs and I get what they're doing here and I got the show. But as it goes on, it, every episode gets better and better, actually, where I'm like, wow, they're really getting into some uh, some crazy stuff. So, yeah, I would recommend that. I've, I've been really that's been one of my go to's, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I'm four episodes in on uh, on Sweet Tooth. And I'm uh, I'm digging that. And then if I if I could kind of have a staff pick, it's funny. I'm gonna give a staff pick for something that I've never watched, but um, the kids and I started watching the that Lego Masters show. Oh yeah, you know with um, Will Arnett hosting it. Is, and, is the new season better? Because I kind of I, I start I started watching it and then I wasn't that into it and I kind of gave up. I wonder if I'm, I'm not really the new into season this. Just started. I'm not really into those types of shows anyway, but my kids are into Lego. So they were watching a few of the episodes from first season and I haven't watched the new season yet, but the reason I'm pro uh, promoting it is because there's a, a Lego store that we have in town, like an independent Lego store that's yeah. in Noonan, South of the city called Atlanta brick company. And I really like those guys and they, um, we go there all the time and um, it's just a great store. Good people there. And the owner of the show is a contestant on season. Oh, two. Okay. So apparently Will Arnett and the crew, they were down there shooting and everything. And um, I haven't watched it yet, but just to show some hometown oh, solidarity. I heard, I heard Will Arnett on Smartless a while back talking about being in Atlanta. Exactly. And I, and, I heard and that using, too. And I'm like, I wonder what he's here for. Using Jason Bateman's apartment. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and then I figured it out. I was like, oh, he's down here shooting that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say watch that just because we have a uh, a hometown connection and the, it, those it's guys. fun to watch them smash stuff, like yeah. smash, smash the Lego stuff. That, right. That's the part that, that I like about the show. Right. But yeah, I mean, I usually don't watch those kind of competitions, you know, the baking shows. And right. The, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I'd at least plug that and say uh, we have a connection there. So yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Well, listen, you guys, I appreciate it. I'm sorry I can't stay the whole time, but I uh, I'm I'm running late here. I gotta I, I gotta hit it. Well, thanks for right. popping in. Yeah, thanks, yeah, for, thanks for coming, man. Be sure I'm you plug your, your gig in the Radio Shack when it. When yeah, that's fine. I'll I, I will, and I will be active on the Shack run by Dustin Lawler there, <laughs> doing a great job. <laughs> I'll tell you what that that group does crack me up more than any other group. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got a little twisted sense of humor. I know. Some, some of them too twisted. You guys are wackos. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I've got a whole little section of stuff you've never seen. Okay, sure. But I, I don't want to see it. Yeah, you, yeah, you probably don't. <laughs> Thanks, right, Ira. Have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, man. Bye, man. Keep it canon. Keep it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Always good when the Ira comes by. I love Ira. Give it to us. Well, like you were saying, um, Mayor of Easttown not decided to have another season. They gotta want to. Yeah, HBO I mean, must want to because it's been the most talked about thing in the last few weeks. I think. I know. I wonder what I wonder what's holding them back. I mean, I don't know anything about. Was there source material? Is this based on a book or? I don't know anything about it. So maybe they don't have. Maybe there's not a story. Yeah, there's not a story yet, but they well, need to get on it. I mean, the second, <clears throat> there wasn't going to be a, a second season of Big Little Lies, Big Little Crap, like Jeff calls right. it. But I thought the second season was pretty good that they threw together. And it's probably going to be the same thing where they don't really, they didn't really have a direction for her to go, but they'll get back at it and just write her something, another case something I, else i imagine she's gonna get nominated for some shit though for her work yeah maybe, maybe that'll push them over the edge to get on a second season and yeah, with so. and with everything being i mean the pandemic and production has you know it's it's kind of there's the flow of production has been you know interrupted so much you know 
who knows what they've got lined up ahead of, you know, ahead of making any sequels at this point. Right. Um, but one thing that is coming back is I think you should leave. Uh, it's coming back in July. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait. It's been two fucking years <laughs> since that. It's been that long already. You know, yeah. Man, I've already watched it a couple times all the way through. Yeah, me too. The one, the one with the door when he's having the interview. <laughs> that's, that's the first first <laughs> episode, accept. the first sketch where he, it sets the tone for the entire show. Just love it. I like, love no, it. It's a push to. It's a push also. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a life philosophy. I think a lot of us live. <laughs> Where he just refuses to admit that he's wrong, and that just sets the tone for the entire show, and it's hilarious. He's so funny. Yeah, he I think you really should leave with Tim Robinson coming to Netflix in July. I was so excited when I saw that announcement the other night. I mean, our little campaign for Detroiters, I guess that's just never going to happen. We'll never, ever get him back. But Sam Richardson is on, and he's in the, the trailer for season two of, of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Oh, his the baby one, the baby pageant? When yeah. he was the host of that, that's definitely one of my favorites. And speaking of Sam Richardson, he has that werewolf movie that's coming out soon that looks really good. It does look funny. Yeah. Hacks, uh, they've been renewed for a second season. Uh, not surprising with the way that, you know, the reception it's had. I've heard nothing but good things about it from everyone that mentions it. So I'm not really surprised that there's a, a new season. They need to keep uh them together though and that's the thing they're they're maybe setting up that the the lorraine newman's daughter i forget what her character's name is but that she's gonna kind of get a, a job again because that's the whole reason she was thrown in with gene smart because she got fired from her writing tv gig so she needed a job so she got thrown in with gene smart but the, and I think in this most recent episode, she's getting offered another job back in Hollywood. So they're making it like maybe she's going to go back to Hollywood. But if there is another season, they got to keep those two together. Elizabeth Olsen has uh, officially said that WandaVision's not getting a season two. And that's not really surprising. I mean, no, why would they? Yeah. I mean, it's at least until, um, you know, Marvel's you know, puts out the next Dr. Strange, you know, that's supposed to be tied into, I mean, there's so much stuff that's going to happen that I don't think you would be able to, to create that whole thing over again. I mean, it had such a little, um, you know, that was a, well, for lack of a better explanation, it was, it was a show that was contained in a bubble yeah. literally. And, and you can't really recreate that um and who would I thought, I thought it was supposed to lead right into the dr strange movie but that's not coming out for a while yet yeah well i mean it lead into it as far as the storyline goes yeah. you know i mean yeah release times but i mean looking back you know if you look back at some of the movies the marvel movies that do lead into each other there was sometimes a year or two year yeah. gap between those so uh, it's still may there need to be more of these shows that don't keep trying for more and more and more seasons like if you can tell a succinct awesome story in one season just do it no i mean yeah. that well that's only an american thing because the yeah. british have been doing that for years you know they'll put out a, you know one season or two seasons if it encases a whole story and then they're done you know there's yeah. there's no more and um i think you get better story that way um and then move on to something else you know yeah. and no reason to just keep you know bringing rehashing the same thing over and over again when you know these you know these actors can you know or the you know the whole productions can just make something new that was really what i thought uh american horror story led with was yeah. the, the idea that you could have a crew of people create something really good and then the next season mix it all up and then do it again almost like a like a troop would do in a playhouse. That's what they're doing with that Steve Buscemi show on, on TBS with him and Harry Potter. They do totally different characters, totally different story every, every season. I think they they got a new season coming up soon, but they, they just tell a totally different tale for every season of this thing. And it's a set in different time periods. And that's it's cool. been just a troop of the same actors telling different stories. So that's been pretty cool. 
And they get a spinoff of American Horror Story called American Horror Stories that's starting this month. And it's each one is a short story every week. So oh, okay. Like, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's a spinoff of the show. Yeah, so it's not a continuation or whatever, but it's called American Horror Stories. I think it starts at the end of June. Cool. Um, <clears throat> now, you'd put on here, uh, there's a lot of documentaries coming out. That to me looked, I mean, the Tribeca Film Festival every year, they usually do have a lot of interesting stuff that they are premiering. But I was, what caught my eye was all of the documentaries they got coming out. Like Chappelle's got a new documentary and the documentary on Rick James. I really want to see that. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be really, they've got one on Dick Gregory. Um, one on AHA, the band, the group AHA. <laughs> Not. <laughs> is it called one hit wonder <laughs> but um there's a lot of documentaries on there and there was uh ooh, there's a really good movie that looks like um it's a soderbergh movie with benicio del toro where he plays a cop in detroit in the 50s that's coming out either is it on hbo max Maybe. i don't know i don't know it's if it's, com- coming, it's out. coming out soon though but i've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that movie steven soderbergh movie and it's but it's premiering at the film festival Tribeca or whatever, but it looks like there's a lot of good movies there this year. But that's the only reason why I put it on. Right. Oh, no sudden move. Yeah, that's the Benicio del Toro. Yeah, that looks that looks like out of all of the other movies that aren't docs, that's the one I want to see the most. I think Don Cheadle's in it. Yeah, yeah. Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah, they've been advertising that one. I think it's going to be released on the streaming service, maybe after the Tribeca Film Festival, but I'm not positive. Don't call me on that. I'm quoting you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff said it. Because that doesn't seem like the type of movie I, I would have to rush out to a movie theater to see. No, I prefer to watch that at home, probably. But it looks like something I would definitely watch. Oh, yeah. All right, Jeff, uh, who died? Uh, a few people died. Uh, Clarence Williams III. From Mod Squad, eighty-one Link. years old. Link, yeah. What did you? What do you guys remember him from the most? What is he when you when you saw it that he had died? What popped in your head? Oh God, bless Half it. Baked. Um, yeah. um, Tales from the Hood. <laughs> For me, it was I'm going to get you, sucker. When he was the he was the stepfather of those <laughs> of the white kids in the the oh, Black yeah, Power yeah, yeah. The, uh, deli that they had or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That that one just. <laughs> That that just cracked me up. <laughs> I'd forgot that he was the mod squad, the original mod squad yeah. guy, and that was a huge role at the time because uh, I don't. There there were very few. I think he was the first lead, uh, you know, African American lead in a TV show. Like I mean, a TV show like that. Yeah. It was super, and the show was so popular. It was such a yeah. hit show. It was hip. It was yeah. Hip. yeah for the time yeah and uh Effley Bailey also passed he was uh one of OJ's lawyers among so. other people uh, who uh, didn't who 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 else is in hell that he represented I was gonna say was that the That's, last alive lawyer that represented him yeah because I said if if he ends up having to defend his life he can hire Johnny Cochran and uh and uh Robert <laughs> Kardashian yeah they're all in the same place oh OJ. <laughs> <laughs> well i and, mean he, uh, he he represented like the boston strangler yeah um, he, he, had he had a very a very storied storied career yeah i mean he he, he was really he kind of swung for the fences when it came to uh the people that he would defend i mean the, in cold blood did he did he defend anybody that was in cold uh, blood? it was okay. the um patty hearst oh right patty yeah, okay that was the that was the first big one i think that he did character actor larry gelman just passed away on on the seventh you would know him if you if you looked up a picture of him. He was Vinny on The Odd Couple, and oh, okay. uh, he was on Barney Miller a bunch of times. Um, if you if you look up a picture of him, you would totally recognize him from a ton of, of movies and TV shows. He was on the Bob Newhart show, uh, and he was ninety, so he had a pretty good run. Ninety, yeah. Oh, wow. But he was the last of the. The cast of Odd Couple, the poker playing buddies that were still alive, all those guys have finally passed. So there's probably a good poker game going on in heaven right now. Mm-hmm. 
That's who died. All right. Well, it looks like uh, next week, Tim has an interview uh, that'll be out next week. That's going to be... It's some of those guys from that Josh Warren project that where they're doing that live live action role-playing LARP. (laughs) LARPing D&D kind of movie. Web series, The Campaign. The Campaign. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Matt Metzger. Uh, Tim did an interview with Matt Metzger from uh, The Campaign. Uh, Josh Warren, friend of the show, uh, is working on the web series. Uh, Brian Silverbacks, yeah, we, he had uh, told us about it and had posted some uh, pictures online when he was out filming. Uh, and that, you know, that whole concept, you know, seems fun, like a group of friends LARPing. And um, I think it goes too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the whole concept is it goes a little too far i think that th- throwback to maybe uh what was it tom hanks movie mazes and monsters yeah uh with yeah. with more of a comedic twist that'll come out you know, midweek next week you know next saturday tim should be back and uh we'll we'll you know start this circus all over again until then keep please remember to keep it keep, keep it, 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 it.